Hi guys, here we are, MMA UK News, Stoneboy as always, MMA UK BJJ show. So again, obviously, usually I talk about grappling, but every now and then, and again, I like to talk about MMA. So obviously, whenever I interview MMA guys, it's usually always guys that I know and I, I, I like to watch. Um, they always say to me, Stuart, you can't have favourites in this game, and I'm like, why not? Why not? So, so everybody I tend to speak to MMA-wise is always somebody that I love to watch. Love to see so, um, and obviously, the last few days has been no exception. As I said, I've been able to speak to some of the top uh MMA fighters, amateur MMA fighters across Scotland, um, about the English Mixed Martial Arts Association. So, that's uh, going to be this weekend, so Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. That's the first, second, and third of July. So, kicks off, I believe it kicks off about five o'clock tomorrow. Um, so I know the guys are all heading down, obviously male and females are heading down just now, um, some people are travelling just now, some will be travelling down tomorrow, um, but yeah, it's going to be brilliant, it's going to be at the Fit Expo in Liverpool, now, ticket availability, anybody looking to get tickets, head over to the EnglishMMAA.org um, and get your tickets directly from them for the event, it's going to be great, we're going to have Team Ireland, Team England, Team Wales, and obviously Team Scotland. Team Scotland coming down to absolutely run a riot like they normally do. So um, so my next guest is going to be on the show uh, over the weekend. So Stephen McBride of the Grip House. So uh, obviously we've got a chat with Stephen before. Uh, absolutely love watching Stephen. I love watching him. Obviously I love chatting with him as well. So we always have a good laugh whenever we speak. And it's uh, He's only really had a week's notice for this. But as we're going to hear, as I say, Stephen's always training. He's always ready. Um, so, yeah, having a week's notice, six weeks notice, 12 weeks makes absolutely no difference to Stephen whatsoever. So, so listen, Stephen, absolute pleasure, as always, buddy, to talk to you. Thank you very much, mate. It's awesome to be on again. Yeah, listen, I, I, we said this off here. Like, they put out pictures, obviously, all the people that were going to be in Team Scotland, right? And then, obviously, a few people, I know a couple had fell out, uh, a couple had to pull out injuries and, and whatnot. So, um, and then, obviously, they didn't announce that they'd added anybody else on, right? So, it wasn't until I was talking to Johnny, um, as I said, and then Johnny Lee, uh, Johnny, sorry, is saying to me, um, Stuart, you know that Stephen McBride's on it, Jack Leckie's on it as well, Caroline Plumley got added to it, who we spoke to earlier, Um and I was like, no, I didn't even know that because nobody had mentioned it. But you said you like it that way, the fact that nobody knew that you were going to be going. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of going in like the, the, the unannounced guy and then just to go in like that and to win it, it's like turn up, win, leave, you know. <laughs> we said that the last time. I mean, it was a turn up, kick ass, pick up the medal and come back home with a, with a, the spoils of war. Yeah, leave everybody scratching our heads, wondering who the hell you were. You know? <laughs> so what were you then, a week's notice? I mean, how is it training? Because obviously people I mean, people get like six, seven, eight plus weeks for training camps, for for competitions. But as, as I mentioned there, I mean, you, you're always training. I mean, it's never a time where you're, you're not actually training, you're not actually doing something. Mm. I just I absolutely love the, the process of training. As much as... When when you're in the middle of it and you're you're just gubbed and you've still got three rounds left to go, it's it's tough, but it's the reward after it, you know. But yeah. um, I 
I was supposed to be fighting on on-top promotions on June 25th, yeah. actually. I was supposed to be fighting uh, a boy who fought on the same Budo card I just fought on. Uh, and then, obviously, the whole card fell apart. So I was a bit... I was left in the dark for about a week. And then Almighty AFC uh, kind of popped up with a post saying, we're looking for 61 kilo fighters. So I put my name forward for that. That fight get taken. So then yeah. I was really left. I was like... Uh, I was expecting just to wait till like end of August for a fight or so, and then uh, yeah. it was funny. I, I was in work and I was I was I'm a mechanic, so I was fixing a motor and I get a text and it's Dean saying, uh, well, "When are we doing our PT for the week?" And I says, uh, "Tell tell him the days I'm free." And he says Monday at nine. Oh, and you're in the tournament. I'm like, oh, nice. shit. <laughs> everything's changed now, you know. I was a bit of yeah. doing and rest, you know. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, it's a huge. So I was going to say it's a huge platform as well. I mean, obviously, uh, yeah. again, it's springboarded a lot of unbelievable fighters on massive things. We talk about like Mohamed Mokayev. So I always talk about him because he's probably one of the amateurs. They are the one of the guys that came through the amateur ranks in the UK, um, and now obviously fighting at the top level, obviously UFC and and doing absolutely wonders in the UFC. So and it's that kind of springboard. It's that kind of event that that springboarded him onto uh, the big things he's on the now. Aye, definitely. And he, he's one of the guys in the UFC that people just don't want to fight because they know they're going to have a great time against him, you know. He's somebody yeah. I can, that, that's, uh, that's uh, you know, what where you look, look to get to, you know. Yeah. You can watch how yeah. he did it and kind of go off that, especially, like, he, he competed at the, the IMAF International ones, and this yeah. is just one step before that, you know. So yeah. yeah, very, very excited as to the prospects it can open up to, you know. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, obviously, we look at the the amateurs in Scotland at the moment. I mean, no, me and you spoke about this the last time. I mean, the amateurs in Scotland at the moment seem to be some of the best MMA fighters, not just to MMA, but all round. Do you know what I mean? Because obviously you guys have got everything. Obviously your your wrestling's good, jujitsu's good, boxing, kickboxing, Muay Thai, or whatever else you're doing. Not just that, but obviously your actual conditioning and stuff mm. like that is a lot better than, let's say, MMA fighters from maybe 10, 20 years ago. Mm. We've really focused on that, especially uh, me and Ellison in the gym have really been focusing on our strength and conditioning the last few weeks. Um, obviously, he's fighting as part of this, so we've been training yeah. with Jazim Beg at Elation HQ, doing a lot yeah. of strength and conditioning exercises because, like you say, our, our wrestling's there. Our striking's there, all, all those are there. So let's focus on the cardio and the conditioning yeah. for this tournament. Yeah. Considering it's three fights over three days, you know, this yeah. is where we're really going to need it. How do you deal with three fights? Because obviously, again, and again, I've been speaking to everybody about this. Uh, obviously, whenever you are prepared <clears> for an event, you know it's going to be one fight, right? It's mm. going to be one fight over X amount of rounds, X amount of minutes, and so on. So, how do you prepare? Again, I suppose the preparations, I mean, you do it in the gym every day. So, mm. But how do you mentally prepare for three fights over three days? I think you need to just accept it's, it's, it's going to be shit at points. It's going to be brutal. <laughs> yeah. there's, there's no two ways about it. But I think once you accept that, it becomes a lot more about let's just make sure it goes the best it can. Um, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's purely acceptance for me. If I don't accept it, I sit and, and put it to the back of my mind. It's going to come to the second fight, and I'm going, oh, fuck, I'm gubbed. I don't have the energy for this, you know. 
just yeah. go in there and do your best because chances are other guys feeling the same way. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing that makes warriors, though, is it? This is the this is where you. Do you know what I mean, you talk about people always talk about digging in deep and round fat, you know, like championship rounds and stuff like that. Digging in deep, finding that that inner something to come out for situations like this when you've got three fights. You know that you go in in the first one. Hopefully, you go in the first one and you dust the guy very, very quickly, right, and then move on to the second one. But obviously, if you have to then fight the distance and and so on and so on. But that's where the the inner warrior comes out, so to say. Mm. I think um uh, I think you're very right, but um that's I think his first fight luckily is going to be more standing centric, uh, yeah. and more striking. So I think that if it was to be a big wrestling fight or a a constant grapple for the first fight, then it's going to come to the second fight, and I'm going to feel it. Yeah, but if we can strike yeah. and like you say, if we can get him out there early, happy days. But you know, got to be prepared that you're going to go the full distance all three fights, and yeah. I, I believe I have the conditioning for it. Yeah. And that's the thing, I mean, obviously the grip house, and again, I mean, I talk highly about the grip house all the time, do you know what I mean? You would, you would think I trained at the grip house there, much I talk about them, so, but, I mean, the experience at the grip house, obviously these guys, the older guys have been through it, they've done stuff like this, They so they've got the experience that they can then put onto you young guys and say, well, look, do this or do that, and the training, obviously at the grip house that you guys get is absolutely unbelievable, it's some of the best out there, um, for for all martial arts, not just obviously one martial art, but for everything that you guys have under the grip house banner. Mm. I, it's something I've been I was speaking to a lot of the, the guys, the older jiu-jitsu guys, um, <laughs> up at the gym because uh, my last fight, I, I think I, I lost a, a close decision, but I think it was due to the fact that I spent so much time defending. Yeah, like yeah, because I I. I, I Slipped and put again, they take my back, and the majority of the round was spent defending it. And eventually, I got out, but I wasn't out long enough to justify giving me the round. And yeah, he definitely took round two for the same reason. And I yeah. would have taken round three, and it was all down to that round one mm-hmm. the fact that I wasn't I spent too long trying to defend other than try to just get, get the fuck off, you know? Yeah, yeah, nah. But that's all the learning. That's why, obviously, the amateurs. We always talk about the amateurs saying, "Do you mean it's good? Don't get me wrong. It's good. People having like one and oh, two and oh, three and oh records. But it's them hard fights that you get like that. They're the ones that you learn from the most. Do you know what I mean? So it's a very tough experience as well. And the last thing I think you want to do is be like an eight and oh professional hitting the UFC, and then that's when you take your first loss because it can be yeah. hard to rebound from. I think your first loss. Yeah, yeah. Listen, we've all we've all had the losses. Do you know what I mean? We definitely have, and I'd say that's that's definitely the one that say, for me. I said I always remember my like jujitsu. I remember going through, coming through my blue belt, um, and I'd won the first seven comps. And I remember a guy, a guy who trains at the grip house now, in fact, Jack Williamson. Um, mm. I remember him saying to me, Stuart, you need to lose, you need to lose to get better. And I remember thinking yeah. to myself. That's a lot of shit, man. Do you know what I mean? Like, I can go out and win all the time. And then I remember going over to, obviously, my, do you know what I mean? I'd got to a level where I'm like, well, I'm going to go out there and go to the Worlds. So I went to the World yeah. Masters and then flew all the way over to California, spent a week training there, went to Vegas, stepped onto the mat, came up against a wrestler who I'd never, ever came up against before. And obviously, he out-wrestled me. Do you know what I mean? I ended up losing 4 nothing. 
um, in the first round, man, and it was fucking devastating. And I'm not ashamed to admit, I'm not ashamed to say, but I remember being after it on the phone to the missus in tears. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because uh, I was there myself, right? And I'd, I'd work myself up in my head, which I've got to do, that I was going to go out there and win this. Do you know what I mean? I was going out there. So at that time, I don't think anybody in Scotland had, well, nobody in Scotland had ever won a world uh any level, whether it be whatever belt or age group and things like that. I know Rick Young did it at the Nogi, I'm sure, just a few months after it. Um, but nobody had ever done it before. So I'd hype myself up that I'm going to be the fucking first guy. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to win this. And then to then lose, I was absolutely devastated. But then I came back. Right? I didn't compete for a little bit. But then I realised, do you know what, Stuart? Just go out and enjoy yourself. Do you know what I mean? Just go out and... Have fun, do you know what I mean? Like, if you win, then brilliant. If you lose, do you know what I mean? Learn from it, come back, and then mm. go out and do the same thing, which I'm presuming it'll be similar anyway, especially at the amateur levels. You're obviously learning at that point, and then by the time you hit pros, then you're, you, you're on a more all-round fighter at that point. Mm. Exactly. And the way I, I, I tend to think, Dean said to me a while back about this, and it's I think it was before... Uh, combat kings the kickboxing fight mm-hmm. and he, he said to me it was like everybody in that crowd would kill to be able to do what you do but you get to do it you know like like it's like you said you actually got to step on the mats at the worlds you know yeah. how many people get to go from scotland to vegas to grapple yeah. the best in the world at jiu-jitsu yeah yeah. I'd kill to be able to do that now. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and and I believe one day I'll, I'll I'll get the chance to go. But like when you yeah. think about all the people out there who who are maybe just watching from the crowd or people who know you or see you on Facebook putting up that you're doing this, like a lot yeah. of them would if there was a pill they could take that would make them as good as you and be able to do what you do, they'd spend God knows how much of money uh, how much amount of money. Oh no, you hundred percent right. Do you know what I mean? I always, uh, I always laugh because I, I was talking to somebody about this yesterday, and then saying that because you, you, I mean, you're probably sitting with pals, and your pals will be sitting watching the UFC, and about that. Oh, I would have done this, and I would have done that, and you're sitting looking like, really, would you? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But the whole time you're sitting there watching it from an MMA mind, thinking, Do you know what I mean? If you'd said it, it would have made more sense. But somebody that doesn't train saying it, you're like. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. You know I mean? and it, it's it's funny, but I, you're right. I mean, obviously, these guys would kill to do some of the stuff that, that we can do. Do you know what I mean? To be able to step in a cage in front of whatever many people, do you know what I mean? And, and do your thing and go out there and, do you know what I mean? It's, mate, it's, it's, a, and it's an absolute art. It's absolutely brilliant to watch, do you know what I mean? So, um, it's something I would have loved to have done and stepped into a cage, do you know what I mean? And that was always my dream. I wanted to do it one day, right? But obviously, mm. age now is got. Well, no, nah, I could probably still do it if I mm. set my mind to it. But there's a lot, yeah. there's too much discipline, man. You guys have got too much discipline, do you know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, maybe one day, maybe one day. Mm. So, um, and then what about you then? What's next? So, obviously, the go through this this weekend, come back with obviously the victories, all right? What yeah. do you see yourself yeah. doing? What do you want to do next? Uh, I'm going to probably take a, a month off, I think, in July. Um, I'm going to do some Jets classes, maybe a couple of weeks, but I'm not going to go as intense as I have for the last, like, six months. Like, uh, my yeah. body needs a rest. Uh, I can feel a burnout coming, and I've burned yeah. out in the past, so I know how crap it is. So 
Uh, I've got a couple of holidays coming up. Uh, get through, you know, go go on holiday, rest up, enjoy myself, forget about it forever. Yeah. Once I come back around about mid-August, look at what fight cards are there, uh, get a fight booked, and even if there's no fights there, just get back to training full time because it's what it's what I love doing. It's it's my life yeah. now, you know. It's yeah. see when I think about it, and I'm like, if I was to stop doing it, what what if? What am I? What else am I going to do? You know, yeah. <laughs> I'd be so bored. <laughs> What are you going on a holiday? Are you going on a lads holiday or family holiday? Uh, I'm going with the other me- the other mechanic in my work, David Bunker. Right. Uh, we're going to Amsterdam. Nice. And then um, I come back and then I'm going to Cardiff to watch PFL on right. August 13th. And then I'm going to Barcelona on August 16th for four days. And then nice. once I come back, that's me. Nice, nice. It'll be good, good to get away. It'll be good to get away, definitely. So, uh, Amsterdam's nice. My boy's over in there. Uh, he stays in Utrecht, so which is obviously just south of Amsterdam, south of Amsterdam. So, um, and he's staying in Amsterdam for a couple of days, and he's coming back on Monday. So, but he's been over there for a year, um, and he said it's absolutely brilliant. It's a nice place. Um, have you been before? Yeah, I've been once before. I, I, but I said that at the moment post Brexit. He said uh, they they don't really like British people too much, <laughs> so because okay. of Brexit, <laughs> all right. So, uh, but I think it's probably more to do with. Do you know I mean Amsterdam especially? I mean, you know yourself. People go over to Amsterdam and overindulge. Do you know what I mean? So, um, uh, I certainly like a lot of the, the the English guys that head over. They get they go over the top, so it gives a bad name to everybody. Not just English guys, Scottish guys have done it as well, I suppose. Um, but it'll be good to get away. I mean, obviously Amsterdam, nice place. Barcelona is beautiful as well. So um, Cardiff's all right. Cardiff's all right. Cardiff's you might know. <laughs> listen, you you might not be allowed in Cardiff if you go out there and dust some Welsh oh, boys okay. over the weekend. Well, there's that pressure's two of them in the, the bracket. So I think, <laughs> I like that. I Mate, they'll be waiting on you. Listen, they'll be waiting on you at the borders. You were like, Stephen McBride, no chance. You need to go somewhere else, buddy. <laughs> Aye, I'm going to be travelling in the boot, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. And then, final thing for you then, Stephen. So, again, as we spoke recently, but anybody you want to shout out to, so the usual friends, family members, teammates, things like that. Yeah, I mean, it's, all, it's like, it's like you say, it's, it's hard to remember everybody, but you've got all, all the wrestling guys at the, the grip house. Cammy Nickel, again, I can't thank him enough for what he's done for my wrestling. Uh, Dean, I, Dean Riley, you can't put any words what he's, he's, he's done for me um, and, and helped me achieve. Yeah. You know, Ellis, again, another one. Like he said during his interview the other day, like, it's just we wouldn't be here without each other. Like, yeah. It's the, 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 there's a, a quote I read a, a while back that was if you want to. Go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And I think yeah. it really it rings true with us too, because we we're constantly pushing each other. And I don't think there would be that attention to detail with just us singularly, you know. Um, yeah. Of course, uh, Johnny, um, the the Scotland's Paul Felder, can't thank him yeah. enough for, for this, <laughs> the, the work he, he helps me put in. Um, yeah. Yeah, James Doherty, Jack Lecky. All the guys I train with, there's, there's too many to, to think of it off my head. You know, all my friends that keep me grounded, my family who who look out for me and support me. And uh, yeah, yeah, that, I think that's that, that covers nearly everyone. 
Definitely. Just a big shout to Kami as well. I mean, Kami obviously uh, qualifying for the Commonwealth team. Do you know what I mean? So, Kami is one guy. I think he started jujitsu around the same time as me, 2014. And obviously, he was heavy at that point, right? And then he dropped a load of weight. I can't remember. He was like low 70s anyway. And now he's fired it all back on, but he's done it with muscle. Do you know what I mean? And you're just looking at him thinking, fucking hell. And anytime I watch him, like out there, obviously, he was doing a lot of jujitsu stuff before he started really concentrating on the wrestling. Um, and any time you come into comps, you'd always be like, yeah, you know what's happening. You know he's coming in, he's going to fucking out-wrestle everybody, man. And, um, he was always a joy to watch. So, again, seeing him qualify for the Commonwealth team, do you know what I mean, is, is unbelievable. So, he's definitely a great, uh, going to be a great representative for them when he heads over there. So, so definitely a big shout out to him. And a shout out to Dean, man. Dean... Scotland's self-proclaimed best dressed man. So the best dressed man in mixed martial arts. So uh so definitely we love Dean, absolutely love Dean. Yeah. So um let me ask you, who are you gonna be more nervous for? Your own match or Ellis's match? Oh no, Ellis's Ellis's. This is that's always like um the combat kings. I, I thought I was one of the last fights and yeah. Ellis was going out first. And I was sitting sweating like my panning, like there was a puddle of sweat under me and I'm watching him doing pads, <laughs> looking for every wee like, I'm looking at him, is he nervous? Is he worried? Yeah. Like, like, like hype him up, but I'm hyping myself up, you know. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's the same with, with Johnny. Like I've not actually been there when he's fought before. Yeah. Same like he's I'm just about as close with him as I'm with and watching him step in the cage isn't he gonna be any easier, neither Jack Lecky, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everyone else, I'll enjoy watching. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, it's a great team. Obviously, uh, Team Scotland, awesome team, and obviously, good to see. It's always good to see, obviously, representatives from the Grip House going there and uh, fighting on some of the top cards all over the place. So, it's going to be brilliant to see you guys heading down. Obviously, a good team of you guys heading down as well, which is, which is absolutely brilliant. So... Um, so guys, there we go then We're going to have Stephen McBride The Grip House Going to be heading down To the English Mixed Martial Arts Association This weekend So that's Saturday uh, Sorry, Friday Saturday, Sunday First, uh, second and third of July So um, Ticket availability Now make sure if you are going to be in Liverpool Get your tickets directly through The English MMAA.org um, or just type in the English Mixed Martial Arts Association on Google and you'll be able to get it right through to their actual website. Um, there is going to be live pay-per-view at this as well. So it's done through Live MMA. So Live MMA, again, you just need to head on to Live MMA website. Uh, £12.99, which is an unbelievable amount of money for for three days, and again, Stephen, you know yourself, normally they're like 10, 15, 20 quid and all that for pay-per-view, yeah, so yeah. just for one day. So This is 60 fights as well, so it's like, you're getting your money's yeah. worth, aren't you? Definitely, it's a 12.99, so again, head over to Live MMA, it's going to be at the Fit Expo in Liverpool, as a Team Scotland are ready. We're coming down there. We're coming down with an absolute team of absolute savages. So um, it's going to be brilliant to see them. As I say, I'm going to be looking forward to watching it, Stephen. Um, I'm looking at the card. I see the card starts, I believe, about five o'clock tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So I just need to find, obviously, 
who's fighting, what time they're fighting at, and things like that, and then try and try and figure out a, a wee calendar for the weekend of when are we going to be able to watch it and stuff like that. But listen, it's an absolute joy to see you on it, buddy. I know this is what you wanted to do. This is where you wanted to be. So I'm so happy for you. Uh, but listen, enjoy the weekend. Enjoy it. Uh, and obviously come back with that victories, mate. All right? That's it, mate. I'm looking forward to coming home with a medal and a handful of cash, you know? Nice. Because that's 500 quid as well. 500 yeah, bucks. So the the fighter of the weekend uh, gets 500 bucks. I, I don't know how they're going to work it out. Um, I think there's a rules meeting. Jack asked me about that as well, saying... Because uh, he wants the 500 quid. He wants it as well. But so does Sean Clancy. So does Johnny. So does everybody. All the Scottish guys. The English and Welsh and Irish guys are probably like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're going to win. And But the Scottish guys are like, no, we're coming for the money. Do you know what I mean? We want that 500 quid. So, <laughs> so we're all skint. We need it. <laughs> Listen, that'll do well for the trip to Amsterdam. Definitely. So. <laughs> nah, but listen, Stephen, enjoy it, buddy. Enjoy it. Um, and listen, we'll catch up when you get back, buddy. All right? Brilliant. Thanks a lot for the interview, Steve. So, Thanks again, mate. Take it easy. Bye-bye. See you later, bro. Bye-bye.